0: Will COVID-19 cause a housing crisis? I've had many people reach out to me the last few weeks with this question and I'm honored that they would value and trust my opinion on the matter. You know, while there's no magic crystal ball to look into in order to predict the future, we can look back on the past and find similarities and differences. See, these facts may help us predict uh, what is to come in the future. And I I recently came across an article on Keeping Current Matters that has a great breakdown on the difference between the 2008 housing crash and our current 2020 pandemic. You know, in, in 2008, we faced a housing crisis. Today, we face a pandemic. Yes, the pandemic will have an effect on the economy, but I do not believe we will see the same thing with the housing market that we did in 2008. I know I've heard people say that there have been 20 plus million people that have filed for unemployment in the past few weeks. And I understand that that is what happened during the Great Depression that started in 1929. However, many of these people that have just filed for unemployment will return back to their jobs once the economy opens back up again. You know, in the article I stumbled upon, um, there was a few factors that, that I thought were really interesting that I want to dig into a little bit more that I'm going to talk about in this video and I'm also going to tag a blog post with it as well, comparing 2008 to 2020 and how it might help us predict the future. Today, I'm going to go over as well in the blog post appreciation, mortgage credit, inventory of homes that are currently on the market and what people are using their home equity for. You know, when we look at appreciation, the six years leading up to the crash of 2008, we saw that there was an average of 9.3% of appreciation with one year being 12.5%. And what we've seen today from 2014 up into 2019 we've seen the appreciation of an average of 5.1% with the most of six and a half 6.4% in 2017 see when there is too much appreciation we know that we're leading to the bubble and eventually the market it'll pop and their market will have to correct itself though in my opinion we're not in a bubble like we were in 2008 your mortgage credit the mortgage credit availability index is a monthly measure by mortgage Bankers Association that gauges the level of difficulty it is to secure a loan in other words the higher the number the easier it is to get a loan since the crash of 2008 there have been a lot of different changes That they've made making it more challenging for people to obtain a loan and this is a great thing because it helps protect the housing market because it helps filter out people who qualify for a mortgage and are less likely to get foreclosed on in the future inventory of homes on the market in my opinion this is this is a huge factor the month supply of inventory is defined by how many months it would take to sell out All of the active listings on the market if no new listings were to come it's considered to be a seller's market when there are less than six months supply this means that there's low levels of inventory it's considered to be a buyer's market when there's a greater than a six-month supply which means that we have we have a lot of inventory and therefore there's a lot of options for buyers to select from During the crash of 2008, we moved very quickly from a seller's market into a buyer's market. In 2008, the month's supply of inventory was 11 months, 11 months. Today, the month's supply of inventory is right around three to four months. So we are very, very far from having an overload of properties that are on the market the use of home equity this is very important because you know the chart that i've got on my blog which is from keeping current matters it uses data from freddie mac showing the amount of equity people are cashing out in their homes in the three years leading up to the 2008 crash 824 billion dollars was cashed out 824 billion dollars and many people were using that money to go on vacations or purchase new cars or new boats and in other words they were using this money to, to have lifestyle upgrades in the past three years leading up to today we've seen two hundred and thirty two billion dollars cashed out which is significantly less and many people are actually using this money to improve the value of their home through home renovation projects you know we can thank HGTV for that or they're using this money to further their education. You know, we will get through this together. And I know that hope is more contagious than fear. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to to this podcast. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast or the YouTube channel, whatever platform it is that, that you're following along with today.